benefits for shepherding. The first benefit is that your rewarder is coming. While you are doing something for the Lord, your rewarder knows where he sent you to to go and walk. He knows your labor. He knows your little strength. For thou had a little strength. He knows your ability. He knows your sincerity. And he's coming to reward you. For everything you walk out of because of Jesus, he has a bigger reward for you. Nobody works for God and doesn't have a reward. The reward for shepherding is what we'll be dealing with. It's not easy to take care of somebody. It's not easy to raise somebody. Sometimes the father that raises a child is not even alive to get the first salary from the child. Sometimes a father will take care of a son and a mother will take care of a son. And when the son now have money, now went away and married a beautiful lady. And he spends 90% of his money with the lady. And send two percent to the mother and the father. The same thing with every other thing, especially with a pastor, also a pastor who preaches to somebody to become a good wife, preaches to the husband also to become a good husband, preaches to the children also to become good children, and the entire family is good. Because of the pastor. So since we are an African people. And I have told you that African people don't play with reward. African people want to know what is my gain. Taking care of my stepchild. A child that was not given birth to by me. What is my gain? That's what stepmothers think. Stepfather say, sending this boy to school, that his father is not myself. What's my gain? So many times also, we believers that God has given people to take care of. Because all of us believers, as far as you have people you bring to church, somebody that you preach to, you are a shepherd. Tell somebody I'm a shepherd. Tell somebody I'm a shepherd. As far as you have people that God uses you to talk to. People that God uses you to correct. And tell somebody if you are not a shepherd. Try and be a shepherd. Because very soon. You start jealousing me. Because of the reward of shepherding. Yeah. So African people keep asking, 
this one that I'm taking care of, the Lordship. What is my gain? This one that I leave my house very early in the morning and go to Ikorekong and bring stubborn people to church. What is my gain? What's my gain? How my time is high. And I will leave my house very early and be going to knock somebody's door. Please wake up and come to church. And the person will tell me, okay, it's okay. Let me enter bathroom. My bathroom is at the back. And you stand there. And it will enter the bathroom and run away. And you're wondering what has happened to him in the bathroom. And when you now go to the bathroom, you now see pale there. Water is there. Soap dish is there. Towel is there. And you now see a road from the bathroom down to somewhere else that they are playing football. So you now stand and ask yourself, what is my reward for all this? If you don't know your reward, you can easily backslide. Taking care of this boy, what will be my reward? Because this guy can even grow up and does not remember me. Have you seen somebody before who was taken care of by somebody and he grew up and does not remember your mother or your father that took care of him before? Have you seen somebody like that before? So if you want to check that, like human beings, how many people are human beings in the house? If you want to check like a human being, you will say, after all, what's the reason? What's the essence? African people thought about that many years ago. And because of that, they refused to send ladies to school. Later on, somebody else will come and marry. Of what use is education of a woman? Another person will come and marry the person. And he will now go and be another person's child. The name will be changed. From Alex Dixon to Alex whatever. And now we'll give birth to someone else. And all the students will be given names to Nibu children. Chimobi, Chiko Zie, Chioma. Even something like Ndifreke, they will forget. <laughs> so, because of that, Africans said, no, 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 no. Let's not send the women to school. Because they felt, what will we gain? But there are benefits for shepherding. Tell somebody I've discovered benefits for shepherding. If you are a shepherd, this is the number one benefit for shepherds. Everyone that is a shepherd, get ready. There is a reward for you. Forget about the person that you are taking care of. The person that you are taking care of is not your rewarder. So, the first benefit is that your rewarder is coming. Oh, how I wish I was talking to somebody. How will you say amen when you are not a shepherd? You have not preached to anybody to give his life to Christ before. The other one that gave his life to Christ, you have discouraged the person. When you see somebody that is not shouting amen, he has not labored. But for people like us that have labored, have you preached to somebody before and the person looks like he has given his life to Christ and come and steal your money before? 
Pastor James, my very good friend, started a church and went and won cultists, bad, bad guys, bad, bad guys. He would have gone to a better place and meet better people. But God directed him to where they were bad, bad boys. When I'm preaching in this church, it looks like I'm preaching in Jamaica. Everybody, dreadlock, dreadlock, dreadlock. So one day, the bad boys in his church who refused to repent her knife and stole his car. So if you think about something like that, you can start thinking, what is the gain of even saving God? Look at the idiot I was trying to save. Now my car is not safe. But one of the things that I have discovered is that God is our rewarder and our rewarder is on the way. Am I talking to somebody? Tell somebody, my rewarder is coming. So while you are doing something for the Lord, your rewarder knows where he sent you to, to go and walk. Your rewarder. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Your rewarder knows where? Where he sent you to go and walk. Your rewarder can send you down here. Go and walk there. And you don't say, ah, this place that you're telling me to go and walk, is very, very slippery. If I, you don't take my time. I can fall down here. And you now want to do sharp man. I want to go and stay this way. When your reward is coming, it's coming direct to this direction to bless you. Sometimes before your rewarder arrives, you have left the place. He knows your labor. He knows your little strength. He was in some people's exams. They failed. He knows your strength. For thou had a little strength. He knows your strength. He knows your ability. He knows your sincerity. And he's coming to reward you. And all of a sudden, you've been doing it, doing it, doing it. And later on, he said, I'm just tired of saving this God. This God, I'm just tired. And you don't know that you were two weeks to your reward. Let's read Hebrews 11 verse 6. Hebrews 11 verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When you are seeking the face of the Lord, when you are doing something for the Lord, you have to understand and believe that he is the rewarder and he will reward you for the things that you are doing. It's very, very difficult for somebody to believe that God can reward the person. Satan has made some boys to know when you are very hungry or when you don't have any money in your pockets. And the boy wants to sleep with you and give you some money when you don't even have any money. And you walk out of that money. When you walk out of the money, you go back home and you are thinking and you are so sad. Why did I even walk out of that money? Look at how I am so hungry. Have you been so hungry by 2 o'clock before and you keep looking at the time every 5-5 minutes? For everything you walk out of because of Jesus, he has a bigger reward for you. Nobody works for God and doesn't have a reward. 
For everything. I want you to write that down. For everything you walk out of because of Jesus, he has a bigger reward for you. So if you walk out of 10,000 naira because of Jesus, he has more than 100,000 naira for you. If you walk out of 100,000 because of Jesus, he has something more for you. And the greatest of it all is that if he converts the money that you walk out of and puts it in another money that is bigger than that money. You know there are money and there are monies. If somebody tell you, I don't know, you've really done so much. Um, I'm going to give you 500 naira. And another person tell you, well, you've done so much. I'm going to give you 500 Ghana city. Another person said, well, you've done so much. I'm going to give you $500. And somebody said, "Ah, well, you've done so much. I'm going to give you 500 pounds. I am yet to know the currency that heaven uses. So it looks like every 100 naira you walk out of. He pays you like 100 heaven cities. Or heaven dollars. 480 is one dollar. Now, 100 dollars is actually how much? 48,000. 48,000. Are you sure you pass math? 100. 48. You know I don't have a good math background. 48,000. 100 dollars. That is 480 times 100. It's okay. They are the ones. So 48,000. Many people have sold their bed rights. Spiritual bed rights. That is a place of a child of God. This is bed rights. I am a child of God. A child of God. That is God's child. If I do something that children of God shouldn't do, I have sold my bed rights. I have walked out of being a child of God to a child of the devil that I have just obeyed. So that's selling of bed rights. And many times people sell this their bed rights for 100 naira charge card. And if 100 naira is 48,000. What I'm saying is that if I denied God because of 100 naira and God had a different currency to pay me for what I lost and he said, well, the currency I'm paying you with for what you lost is still 100 but the country currency and the value has changed. So for dollars... Still 100, but we just changed the N because something is wrong with the N. We now put A's. Let's say if God was paying us in dollars for everything we all out of in Naira. Because the two differences shows me the value of heaven and earth. The things on earth that you want to grave for, when they now convert it to dollars, is rubbish. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's just like you running for 100 naira. Wanting to do something for 100 naira. And they now convert 100 naira in dollars. Is how much? Have you seen that the money is lost? 
Hello? Have you seen the money is lost? It's like point something zero 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 something dollars. Point two zero. So the money is lost in vanity. That is why whenever Solomon pick anything in the world and converts to the heavenly dollars, he calls it vanity. Vanity is is at point zero 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 zero. You can't use it to buy anything. Oh God. I was traveling to one of the African countries and I didn't convert all my money. I didn't change all my money. So I had about 15 naira in my pocket. So I wanted to eat. I now put my hands and 15 naira came out. And a lady from South Africa told me, Ah, you have 15 naira in your pocket. Let's go and eat. <laughs> Let's go and eat. At least you buy me food and you buy yourself food. Because 50 Ghana CD can actually give food for about two of us. If I 10 Ghana City, I can actually eat. Yeah, have a place of meal in 10 Ghana City. Good meal. As I think, 10 Ghana City was about 70 naira. So calculate 10, that's about 700. You understand? So about 50. You know what 50 Ghana is now? So the lady saw me with 50 naira and was talking to me. I said, ah, let's go and eat. You buy me food. And I said, sister. <laughs> <laughs> The money I'm handling is there's something they call Pesues over there. Pesues in Ghana is like Kobo. It's our Kobo. It takes 100 Pesues to make one CD. So I now told her the money I'm handling is 35 Pesues and sweets was 50 Pesues. Sweet was 50 pesos. So it's not even up to 50 pesos. But behold, as God will always help his son, the money can buy two pure water. Because pure water was now 10, 10 pesos. And that's the cheapest thing the money could buy. So you see the way you hustle in this world. I want to have a degree in the sun. Want to have a degree? I want to want to have a degree in the sun. Want to have a degree in the sun? I want to do political mathematics. Political mathematics. I want to have a degree in political mathematics. And you hustle for that, and you live worshiping God. That's why the Bible said in the book of Revelation that they will taste our work with fire. They will taste our work. So when God will now look at it, we will not put it in fire, and fire will burn it. That is, it's not worth the stress. So when Solomon was calculating the things, when he calculated these things and went and changed it with heavenly currency, it was zero point something, something, something. So he calls it vanity. He converts this one and puts it here. Vanity. He converts a beautiful woman. Very beautiful woman. You know some people brag. You know, know the kind of beautiful girl where I get my girlfriend. One guy who was a bicycle repairer many years ago had a girlfriend and the girlfriend was in University of Uyo very many years ago, like 15 years ago. And the guy was always boasting. Is it me, bicycle repairer? I am befriending a girl in the university. He was talking to his fellow. They were having Bicycle Repairers People Association. And he was talking to the chairman of the bicycle repair. The chairman told him to shake him with two hands. He then told the chairman, why should I shake you with two hands? Though we are both common bicycle repairers, but you should know that my level has passed your own. And the man said, what? 
I am the chairman of the business and you are the ordinary PRO. You are the one who drives bicycle to the third order repairers that we are having meeting. And he now told the guy, he said, the girl I sleep with is going to be a graduate. He felt like fanning him. He said, the girl I sleep with. When Solomon checked woman and sex, pleasure, and converts it to the currency of heaven. He calls it vanity. He checked a big house. The worth of the house. Converts it. He said vanity. When he finished counting all the things he has. Vanity, 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 vanity. He now multiplied all of them by zero. And he said vanity upon vanity. And he says vanity upon vanity. Everything is vanity. That is, he was calculating all his wealth. That is all the things I have put together is still zero. That is why some people will be so rich in this world when they go to heaven. They beg for water. Water. Drop of water. Not that they don't have money. But their money can't buy water. Can't even afford going to heaven. So they have to go to hell. So when you are chasing something in life, chase heaven. The value is more than the sin that the enemy is giving to you. That's why the devil can make you have money now. The devil can make you have a job. The devil can make a man lavish money on you. The devil can make a man run away and leave his wife and spend his whole salary on you. The devil can make a man can tell you, baby, say anything, anything, any amount. Baby, is that all? Anything? The reason is because when God was valuing things and valuing things and valuing things in the Bible, when they were valuing things, the Bible now said something very, very authentic, something that you have to learn. It says, what shall a man give for an exchange of his soul? Even if to sell the whole world, you see this whole wall? This whole wall, the price for the whole wall put together is not equal to the price for one life. One life. In fact, the life of a madman. It's not equal to the price of the life of a madman. The whole wall put together. How many people did God really want to come and save? How many people sin did God want to even save? Is it not the sin of only Adam? The only price that could be able to deliver the sin of Adam and the wife alone was the price of a man that has not committed sin before. Not money. Not the whole world. Not the heavens and the earth. When the devil wants to destroy your life, he gives you pleasures of this world. Gives you pleasures of this world. Oh, the devil knows marketing. All the devil wants to do is your soul. He knows how precious your soul is. So he can give you money. He can release an allergy for you. Anybody. You know all the allergy that have money that don't have Jesus, they are his voice. All the Yahoo boys that have money, they are the devil's voice. So any of his sons that you are looking for, as far as it will take your soul, it will carry the son, give to you. All he wants is your soul. 
And the Bible says, what shall a man give for an exchange of his soul? When you see God ask question, nobody can give an answer. He was saying, what shall a man give? He was, after he valued and checked the whole world, said, what shall a man give for the value of his soul? Let me tell you what it means for the value of soul. If I don't have a house today, a house, maybe an upstairs today, if you give me three years or ten years, I can have it. True or not true? If somebody doesn't have a car today, if you give the person two, three years, four years, or maybe he's working, or maybe one business, or one contract, he can have the thing. True or not true? Somebody that does not have money today, if you give the person a little time, he can have the money. True or not true? People's worth can change. That is cash-wise can change. But when somebody dies and goes to hell, are you listening to what I'm saying? When somebody dies and goes to hell, do you understand what I'm saying? The years he stays in hell cannot give him everlasting life. As in, even if he stayed in hell for two million years, the number of years he stayed in hell cannot make him have the righteousness of God. Cannot make him become righteous. So that no thing in the whole world is equal to the soul. So when the devil is attacking your life, the greatest attack the devil will have on you is to take away your soul, to shift your ground, to make you not to be a child of God anymore. Because the devil will tell you that you are wasting your time if you are a child of God. Your mates are making money. Your mates are enjoying themselves. Your mates are doing this. Your mates, if you were doing this, now, by now, you would have become a capon. A capon in your, in your dirty courts. And the capon, all everybody for the paid dues give you. And if everybody's paying due, give you all of them put together and for like 15,000. See, for they get like 15,000 every month. And to get 15,000 every month for be boss. And any place where you enter, people go, they run. They go, they scatter as you, as you enter the place. So the devil will tell you like that, that you are missing so much. All the devil wants to get from you is to take your soul from you. By the time your soul is taken away, you now become the bigger boy. Become the capone. They pay some dues to you. You have the biggest phone. You have the best girl in campus. After you've had all of that, what next? You now become general. General. Everybody, when it is a general, a general with that. Now a general for our black, black sword or black axe. Now a general with that. After you become the general, what next? After all the ladies you can sleep with, what next? After you've had all the money you can have, what next? After everybody don't run, finish, including the girl where they sell beer, just enter the beer parlor. Everybody run, they scatter. After they run, finish, what next? Vanity. Tell somebody, vanity. So, when we walk out of something, there is a bigger reward for us. That's why the Bible says that that without faith, no one can please God or 
without faith, it is impossible to please God. Do you know what faith is? Faith is not seeing something with your eyes, but you believe. Because faith will demand that you walk out of money and stay hungry because you have a reward. And the reward is the reward you have not seen. You walk out of pleasure. You understand? And stay in bitterness because you have a reward. And they ask you, where is the reward? And you say, don't worry. My reward is on the way. This is how God does it. Even if he does not pay you in physical cash, every temptation you overcome gives you the rank you will have. The more war you fight, the more you have a greater rank. You understand? So now our war as believer is the temptation that we have. A lady come and sit down before you and opens legs and you are able to overcome that temptation. You have a higher rank. So sometimes you will die as a child of God and go to heaven. Always think about your death. It's a natural thing. Always think about after I die, what next? It's a nice thing to think of. Don't be deceived that you will, you will not die. Don't even be deceived. There were some group of guys who came to Ikorabasi from somewhere. They stayed around and they said they will not die. And I tell the guy, ah, but you just came out of a bathing salon. He said, yes. I said, so does your hair grow? He said, yes, his hair grows. And you shave them. He said, yes. I tell him that it means you are aging. If you are aging and you feel you will not die, then you are deceiving yourself. Unless we are not aging at all. Unless we are not growing in age. Three years ago, were you still like this? He said, no. I said, you are aging. Or if you are not going to die, then it's going to be disastrous for you. Because as you don't age, 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 finish. Come old. Do you know you can be old and later on you turn to a chimpanzee? You now turn to a chimpanzee. And from chimpanzee, you turn to orangus. Your face will look like sackback. So I told the guy, stop deceiving yourself. Be preparing for death. Death is a natural appointment from the Lord. It's one of the ways we leave this world. So, when we leave this world as believers and go to the other side, you will see somebody and God will say to you, Oh, welcome my beloved son. And give you a hug. And send you to one angel who will dress you. It's written in the Bible, in the book of Revelation. The Bible says that God will clothe us with a white raiment. After he has finished clothing you, he will give you a rank based on the things you were able to overcome because of Christ. Many of you, you have not overcome anything because of Christ. You tell yourself, I have given my life to Christ now. I have given my life to Christ. When you say you have given your life to Christ, your friends will sit down and say, okay, oh, see, you say you have given your life to Christ. No, wala. Hey, Madam, bring cigar. They all light their cigar and they're smoking. He said, Charlie, uh, give me one. Give me one. I never can't die for this thing. This, <laughs> I never can't. Give me one there. Give me one. No talk nonsense there. No, we may teach you how to smoke. Give me one small. My jaws both small. He said, it's not in my spirit again. No, in my money where I use by. And you are smoking. You cannot overcome temptation. You are a coward. Cannot overcome temptation. If you went to Juju and they said, if you shake somebody with your left hand, you will lose all the juju power that you have. You will put your left hand 
you put gum in your pocket and put your left hand inside the gum. So that even when you want to shake somebody, you'll not be able to remove it. Jesus said, if there's a part of your body that will lead you to hell, it's better you cut it off. Because it will be better that you enter into heaven with one eye. See, that eye that makes you watch pornography all the time, it will be better. It will be better you wear Kuba and Tasukwa who does not have eyes. Because when they are judging people, Steve Wonder and Kuba and Tasukwa, when they are judging people and they are checking sin, they say, okay, sin of lies. Open the book of sin of lies. They don't check. Oh, lies, lies, lies. This girl, eh, she God. Lies. Every day. Tuesday, she lied. It's a Tuesday. How many lies? 700 lies. Wednesday, how many lies? 500 and 700. Sunday, how many lies? Said she going to church in the morning, came back by one o'clock. So from one o'clock to six o'clock, 250 lies. Now they don't check and say, oh. When they now say, let's open to pornography. When they bring people like so called, they will say, there's no point opening to that stage of pornography. It's blank because they have no eyes. It's blank. They can't commit that sin. They have no eyes. And so God says, it's better you go to heaven without eyes than going to hell with two eyes. It's a perfect land. You don't go there deformed. Even if your one hand was cut off, by the time you appear there, you appear complete. I don't care what the genetics has done to you. People that they don't pass this height. And they don't like marrying people that are past this height. So your father, this height. Your mother, this height. And you, because of the pastor who dedicated you, you have already grown a little bit. When you step into heaven, it's called the land of perfection. By the time you step in, you just see yourself. Just... somebody say you, you are short, tell the brother, I may be short for just 80 years. But for eternity, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> if you have one eyes and step into heaven, the moment you enter, you receive full sight. Because it's a land of perfection. So God said it's even better. It's better than opening. And they say, uh, God, she cannot come to heaven. They say, what's the matter? She is a pornographer. <laughs> she watches this and also snap it also. She captures it. She snap. Like from photographer. She snap the naked picture she watches. She snaps, snaps, snap, and store it here. So whenever you see her sit down like this, it's bringing the memory, bringing the memory. It's doing a whole film. This guy can't go anywhere. So the Bible says that it is impossible to please God without faith because people come and mock at you. Say somebody gave you money. Somebody gave you money. Is it not just for one night? After sleeping with the person for one night, can't you go and tell your God that you are sorry? 
they gave you money. You walk out of money. You couldn't take the money. You are very stupid and they laugh at you. You have to understand that to please God, you have to please God with faith. Faith is that I know he will reward me even though I have not seen the reward yet. I'm waiting for the reward. I know my rewarder is on the way. Tell somebody my rewarder is on the way. When you understand this thing, people can pay money to sort for exams and you don't pay. And you pray and believe that you will pass without sorting. And by the time the result came out, you failed. It now looks like God did not value you that state you have won a big reward before the Lord. That's why some people who have turned down on money, I don't know why I'm talking about money because money is the root, the love of money is the root of all evil. So you now say that when you now turn away because of money and now go to heaven, they now ask an angel, angel, all the money that she has turned down for because of Christ, all the money that she has turned down for, calculate how much is it in Naira. And they just calculate, uh, recharge card, 100 Naira. Uh, Indomie, 500 Naira, Indomie. Dresses up and down with two shoes. And cap, 2005. Wristwatch, 450. <laughs> <laughs> uh, money to make hey, one five. Uh, everything all together is 45,000 all and it now looks like oh it was just 45,000 I didn't do well and God will say to you don't worry they say convert it to 45,000 heaven dollars now let's, let's, let's not even go on heaven dollars because one dollar heaven dollars like one is beyond billions of naira. Like one heaven dollars. It's like beyond billions of naira. The money of all the money cannot be equated to one. Like it's just like I was. So now, but if we want to even calculate, because let's use dollar and understand the things of there. <laughs> if we want to calculate and use dollar, like $45,000. Brothers with calculator, please, let's find out. $45,000. 26 21.6 million. So the first day you just appear in heaven, they just give you money to start life with. Just this is your worth for overcoming that stupid boy who comes around to Indomie this thing. A small boy that cannot even recharge his phone. He cannot even buy shaving stick and shave. He's telling you he will take care of you. He hold you. A whole you. You are that small that somebody can take good care of. Take care. I'll take care of you. I'll not make you stranded. You'll not be stranded as far as I did this campus. As far as I did this campus. Take care of you. You have subjected yourself to be taken care of. And the moment you allow somebody to take care of you, God removes time from taking care of you. So when they now calculate all that, man, imagine analyzing that. Pounds. Uh, what um, Pounds is what now? Pounds. That should be about 800. You should go enter 800 now for one One pound should enter like 800 naira now. You don't know. Calculate. Don't you have goggle? So you see many, many things we sell ourselves for. Many things you sell yourself for. It's not worth anything before God. It's very small. 
after you finish selling imagine somebody living a life of selling himself and defiling himself selling his bed right after thing you now sell yourself and now reach the kingdom of god and god will tell you come on depart come on get out get out get out of this place. go to hell you can't overcome simple temptation 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 of money temptation of sex temptation of pleasure temptation of happiness and if you just needed to be happy I just wanted to be happy I was so bored I was so bored that I was so bored I don't have television in my room my friend was watching film I was so bored you now went and stayed there and they slept with you and later on you came and said they raped you they slept with you you lost everything because you were too bored it's only lazy, lazy people that get bored lazy people get bored how can I be bored I have over over 700 books in my phone to read over 700 phones oh, sorry 700 books to read I have over 30 something books to write the ones have not been written over 30 something books to write I'll be bored I'll be bored and there is what in my phone and I cannot play I'll be bored and there is dream league in my phone the latest edition in my phone I'll be bored and there's boxing to watch and I don't there are things you watch and you don't lose your anointing. Just watch it. Watch Animal Kingdom. Animal. See Animal. This animal jump into this video. Wow, this animal. Try you. Just watch Animal. Like You don't lose your anointing. But opening to porn sites, the moment you just open, you see anointing. Pew, 50% off. Just to see a woman's backside. 50% anointing. Pew, you flip another one. Pew, you now run at red bar, your red bar. I have a phone that whenever it's low battery, it will be announcing you to the public that your phone is low battery. A place like this will be showing red, 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 will be blinking red. Some of you, you have entered red light and you are still watching. As you are watching, you are draining your soul. The anointing has finished in your spirit. It is now your soul that you are draining. You are draining your soul until you are totally empty. You've watched porn until devils have started living in your life demons have started. That's why even if you see a woman uh, hang pants, you can't pass. You'll be looking like this. Demons will be demons will be turning your leg. You'll be looking at the pants. And you start with your mind, you start drawing human leg on the pants that is being hung. Demons start controlling your life. Somebody say, preach preacher. I'm trying the best I can. That's why you, you need to love me so much. Nobody will tell you this. Nobody. You don't have anybody to tell you this. If I don't say it, who will say it? Is it your VC that will say it? Nobody will tell you. That's why anytime you have money, keep it, keep it, keep it. When it is much, buy me something. I'm saving your soul. I'm trying to prepare you as a good husband to your wife. Trying to help you to make heaven. Watch porn, watch porn. The more you watch porn, the more you watch porn, the more demons are running in. The more more you watch porn, the more the doors of your spirit is open. It's open, it's open. That's how the door of your spirit is until if the demon, demon cannot enter. Because you don't watch those things. They don't have any way to enter. But you start watching pictures, not the video. You start making like this. So if demon wants to enter, they just enter like this. Side. They just enter side. They enter. They enter sideways. They enter. Five of them just enter. Slim, slim demons. Slim, slim demons. Like Tom, Tom. <laughs> just enter. Enter side by side. <laughs> Later on, you start watching videos. Start watching video. The door become open. And fat fat demons. 
suggest somebody, suggest somebody. Fat fat demons start entering. Fat fat demons. They start entering your life. Fat fat demons. And the more you watch, the more the door becomes open. Until 15 demons can run inside at once. 15 can run. Before you know, demons start reducing your life to zero. The moment demons jump into your life and get control into your life, what they do is that they start making decisions for you. They start making decisions for you. They choose whether you're going to sleep in the house alone tonight or you're going to have sex tonight. They choose. They, they control the things you do. They control. They tell you, sometimes you don't even know. You have made up your mind. I don't want to open it to that porn site. Before you open it, you don't even know. The demons in your life have started making control over. They have your hands. Have you ever? There are people that have committed masturbation. They masturbate until even when they sleep, they wake up seeing themselves masturbating themselves. Am I talking to somebody? The demons have so entered into you that they can masturbate you with your hands and you are asleep. The more you open doors for demons, the more they get into your life and they are coming. That is why when Jesus saw demons entering into people's life, he said in John 10, 10 the thief cometh not but to steal, but to kill and to destroy. So what he's saying is that these demons that are coming now into this life, they are coming to steal. And guess what they are going to steal? First, your anointing. Two, your eternal life. That eternal life that you have. That eternal life that we receive from Jesus. is coming to steal it. Thirdly, your destiny. What God designed you for. And fourthly, he now comes to steal the gifts. Some of the things that makes you a little bit different from others. The things that gives you a little bit height. Steals the gifts. From you. Lastly, he steals the grace. The things that gives you a little speed. By the time he finishes stealing it. He looks for a way and kill you. The first dead is that he disconnects you from your creator. By the time you get to a point that you no longer, your conscience no longer blames you. He has disconnected you. Dead is disconnection from life. True or not true? Jesus said, I am not the life. Anytime you are disconnected from Jesus, you are dead. Anytime you are dead, just like anytime you are disconnected from oxygen, you are dead. Somebody, this is for people that don't like picking people's call until when they have time to call back. Or people that if you give them a note, they don't like reading it that time. They want to read it when they are free. They say, don't worry, I'll read it. I have a friend, Pastor James, my friend. If you call him now, he can see your call like hundred times. He said, don't worry, I'll call him when I want to call him. Don't worry, I'll call him. I said, it may be important. Don't worry, I'll go call him. So I now told him that somebody may be in danger and you don't call, you don't pick and you feel you call later. So somebody went to go and see somebody in the hospital who was on oxygen. They were putting the person on oxygen. And the person was standing close to the bed where the person was in the oxygen. They were just standing close to the bed. And as they were standing close, the person couldn't talk, but he could write. So all of a sudden, while they were standing and talking, the guy wrote something. The guy that was on the thing just wrote something and gave to the guy. And the guy carried the thing and put it in the pockets. And stood. He didn't read it. Just put it in the pockets. He did not read. It was not long. It wasn't up to five minutes. The guy who read who was on oxygen died. And so when they tried to re- tried to bring him back to life, they could not. And they now told him, and he now said that 
that guy gave me his note. So at least let him read his last word, what he said, the last thing before he died. When he removed the thing and read, the guy was saying, step aside a little bit. You have blocked the pipe that is supplying me oxygen. So if he had read and stepped back, the guy wouldn't have died. So separation from oxygen, separating the guy from oxygen is dead. The moment the devil gets into your life and separates you from Jesus, you are gone. You are dead. And people that are going to hell are people that don't have life. Hell is called grave. It's the grave. The grave in the, this other world is the grave of sand. The grave in the other world that the Bible calls the second death is a grave with fire. So he takes if you don't, if you die without Jesus, you are dead. You are a dead man. When you appear, brother, just check. They check. That's why they open the book of life. They open because you can look like you are around. Do you know? Do you know a child can a child will not be able to differentiate the mother that is sleeping and the mother that is dead. A child wouldn't be able to differentiate the mother that is sleeping and the mother is dead. That is dead. So you can appear in heaven when you appear in heaven. You look like you are alive, and they say, "No, no, no. Let's check the book of life." Because people who are dead still have this kind of face. <laughs> and when they check, what's, they check, 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 what's your name? Check. Yeah, your name is not in the book of life. You are dead. Inside the grave of fire. Do not forget that whatever thing you are doing for God, there's a reward. And one of the reward is that your rewarder is Christ. He will reward you with eternal life. The greatest, greatest, I want you to write this down. The greatest reward God can ever reward his children for every labor of this life is the reward of eternal life. The greatest reward. Even if God does not want to give me a house, give me a car, give me money for all the things I'm doing for him, if he can make me live forever and ever and ever and ever with him, it's enough. He has tried. He has done the greatest. The reward of eternal life is the best reward. People, some people think that all their rewards should be money. You know, I've saved God. I've saved God. I don't have a job. I've saved God three years now. I've seen in the choir. No, no job. I don't have any job. I will stop saving God. I will stop saving God. Your reward does not need to be in cash alone. How can? God is a very good. When you hear the Bible say God is a faithful God. It's not mixing words. You do something for him. You accept him. And he reward you by giving you life. He tells you that when your friends will still be dying in the wall of the other wall, you'll be living. I reward you with life. He gives you a life that does not have an end. A life that does not have a closing day, a death day. What a great reward. A life that you don't battle with sickness. If the enemy has deceived you to believe that there is no life after death, then you are really deceived. If the devil can make you believe that if you die, you have gone. Man, die, go. And does not tell you where you are going to. Then you are really, really deceived. I pray that one of these days will make you see hell. Because when you see hell in your dream, you preach more than me. Or you see rapture. Five of you are going to see rapture before Sunday. You see rapture. See rapture take place and carry people. And you'll be running around looking for somebody you don't see. Don't come to my house. I'll, I'll not be there. Or this day, God will show you heaven. When 
you see how precious my building is in heaven? They will just move. We were just looking at some skyscrapers at Dubai in my phone. I was looking at it. I was looking at it. And we got to a, a certain house. It was not very fine. So somebody said that that house is Pastor Faith's house. The house was not fine. They said why? They said he yaps people too much. He yaps people too much. So because he yaps people too much, they have, they don't want to give me a nice house. They give me a very small house. For all the labor that we labor for God, God says, Jesus says, I have gone to prepare a place for you. A place that wherever I am, that's where you'll be. He talks to us about the streets. And I tell you, if the streets are made up of gold, how much more the rooms? There are other, you see, you only know gold. There are other great elements that you don't know. You only know gold. Something very beautiful. People's mansion will be so great. And some people's mansion, will they will stop building halfway. They will stop building halfway. They will say, ah, why is this people? The workers are not here again. They say, ah, the girl stop, stops walking for God or he's walking for the devil now. So they are building his apartments in hell. His apartments in hell. They are building their apartments in hell. This one, they have stopped the building. Bow your heads, everybody. You may not understand what it means to be in heaven now. You may not understand what it means to have your name in the book of life. You may not understand. You may not understand what it means to see Jesus face to face. And he said, Come, my beloved daughter. You don't mean you you may not understand what it means. You may not also understand what it means to check the book of life. After checking and checking, your name is not found. You don't understand the disgrace. You don't understand the shame. You don't understand how heaven will be so sad that all your labor in church is in vain. You don't understand how sad it will be and how the devil will rejoice over your soul. You don't understand the torments, the pain in hell. You don't understand now. You will not understand now. Not now. You won't understand now. But there's a day that it will be clear in our hearts. All the pastors preaching will be clear. You understand. You understand. So hell was real. So was real. You understand.
understand what it means. Yeah. The book of life. That is your name in the decree of God. 
up to heavens everybody lift your hands to heaven everybody Revelation, John said something very critical. He says, And I saw the great and the small standing before the judgment throne of God. The greats. Think about the greats. Think about the former presidents. Think about one of the most famous musicians. Think about a political great person in the country. Think about freedom fighters. Think about some marvelous and wonderful names in the world. Think about names that are great and mighty. Think about people like Michael Jackson. Who was regarded as the third most popular name in the whole world. Paul. John said I saw the greats. And the small. Standing. Before the judgment throne of God. The judgment is so high. That nobody is sitting down. If I go to bank. And some other people are on the queue. I have time to sit down. But this one, the tension is so high that nobody has time to sit. No seats. You stand. And the Bible says they make accounts before the Lord of everything. Everything. They don't cover anything. Everything. How you save God, there's accounts. How you live your life, there's an account. They were judged according to their works. The grace of Jesus is for you to do your work. The grace is for the work. The Bible says they were judged according to their work. And whosoever's name was not found in the Lamb's book of record, whosoever. When you hear things like whosoever, it doesn't mean whether he was a big star in the whole world. Whosoever. 
It doesn't mean whether he was a world best. There's a guy that died last year, Brands. The guy that plays basketball. Very famous person. Somebody was analyzing his goal and was saying, like Cyril Ronaldo is to football, that's the same way Brands was to basketball. The Bible says, whosoever, it doesn't matter who you are, if your name is not found in the book of life, your own is finished. Your whole days of earth was a waste. The days you were on earth was a waste. Put your hands, let me pray for you. I just want to pray for you. I want you to reflect on these things. The preaching is not over. This night, the Holy Spirit is going to preach on the things I'm telling you right now. It's not over. The preaching, this thing I'm telling you now, this night, the Holy Spirit will tell you more about it. You're going to hear more about it on Sunday too. One prayer point I want is to praise Lord. I don't want to miss heaven. I don't want to miss heaven. Put your hand on your chest and pray that prayer. Say, Lord, help me. I don't want to miss heaven. I do not want to miss heaven. It's not about flitting around, going to all the churches that you can. It's your name in the book of life. What will you gain if you struggle and you are able to deceive everybody and you are a child of God yet you are living in a secret sin that will take you to hell? What gain will you have? You are able to deceive everybody. Everyone. But deep inside of you you are living in sin. What will you gain? What will you gain? What will be your gain? If after everything you did for God, you can't make heaven, what will be your gain? What will be your gain? All your going to church, all your offerings, all your tithes, and you could not give God your life. What will you gain? What will you gain being a hypocrite? You, your God, and the devil knows that you are living in sin. Even though everybody else seems to see you as a model. What do you gain? Being a self-deceiver. What's your gain? coming that everything we do in the secrets will be made open a day is coming that titles won't help anybody titles won't help a day is coming that you will appear before the judgment throne of God and tell your title and they said they didn't say whose title is in the book of life it was whose name is in the book of life Beautiful titles, bad names. Erebosi, Erekabara, Rakaya. 
for the prophet of man. He begins the whole money, gains the whole pleasure, gains the whole women, gains all the treasures of this world, and lose his soul in hell. What profit? What gain? I want to pray for some special people right now. People who want Jesus in their life. People who want to start all over again. People who say, Lord, I want to start all over again. I want to start all over again. I've messed up. I've messed up. I need your hands lifted above your head right now. I want you to do that like you are so bold. I want you to make God to understand that shame and sin can't bury your face again in darkness. You can't keep burying your face in darkness every time. I want your hands lifted up, your your bold. Say, Lord, I'm coming to you right now. I mean, somebody who says, Lord, I'm coming. I know I've been too bad, I've been too far away. But I'm coming, Lord Jesus. And somebody else who said, Lord Jesus, I want to start all over again. All over again, all over again. I know I've been joking, I've been playing. I've not been serious. I'm coming, I'm starting all over again. I'm starting all over. All over. All over. I keep stumbling and falling. I keep stumbling and falling. I'm starting all over. All over. I'm starting all over. I'm starting all over. All over again. If your hands are lifted up, I'm praying for you right now. Father, I pray. I pray for hands lifted up. Lord Jesus, hold the hands that are lifted up right now. Drop them from wherever pits the enemy has put them. Drag them out of it. Drag it out of it. Drag them out of the pits of the enemy. Drag them. Take them out of where the devil led them to. The pits of blindness, the pit of sin. Lord, hold our hands and drag us out. Drag us out of that addiction. Drag us out of that pain, out of that lukewarmness, and out of that backsliding spirit. Lord, people are here starting all over again. Give them a brand new conscience. People are here giving their lives to you. Start it all over again with them. And Lord, as their hands are lifted up, Jesus, move beyond the hands and go through the hearts. Change the heart from the heart of men to the heart of Christ. And Lord Jesus, come in and take control. Come in and take preeminence. Come in and take Come in and take. Come in, Lord. Come in, Lord. Come in, Lord. And break that heart, Lord Jesus. Break the heart of stone. Break the heart of stone, Lord. Break the heart of stone. Adaba Shatakaya. Ikalaba Kosikatoya. Nate Adaba. Revo Kovish Adabaya. Blessed is your name, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. If your hands are lifted up, I want to pray with you. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, I come to you. 
Father, I come to you. I come to you just as I am. I pray, Lord Jesus. Receive me, Jesus. I need you in my life. I cannot do without you. I need you. Help me out of my pains, my addiction, my shame, my sin. Help me out. Help me out of my darkness. Move me to your marvelous light. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus, everybody. Oh, clap it up for Jesus. Is that all you can do for Jesus?